Hi, everyone. Susie O here. Just want to let all of you know that the certificates of deposit at Alliant Credit Union are now at, for a six-month CD, 5%, a 12- to 17-month CD, 5.15%, and an 18- to 23-month CD, 4.90%. And for those amounts of $75,000 or more, just add on 0.5% to those rates. Go to myalliant.com and check it out. All right, Susie, KT, are you ready for today's podcast? Yeah, Robert, of course we're ready. Because we are unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm unstoppable, I'm a buzzer with no brakes, I'm invincible, yeah, I wouldn't ever December 21st, 2023. Welcome to the Women in Money podcast, as well as everyone smart enough to listen. This is the Ask KT and Susie Anything edition. This is where you write in to Ask Susie, S U Z E podcast at gmail.com. And you ask your question, keep it short. And if KT likes it, it will be chosen to be answered on this podcast. How are you today, KT? I'm good because today is the winter solstice. I used to always love that day. Why? I'm not a big fan of winter, and everyone knows that. That's why I lived in Hong Kong, the Bahamas, Florida. I'm a hot sunshine girl. But God, I thought you were going to say you're a hot one. No, anyway, I like the hot sunshine, but I love the idea of winter solstice. Why? Fireplaces, warm and cozy, cuddling, a little aquavit. If you have some Norwegian friends like us. <laughs> right. But tell how cute I look in my little sweatshirt. She's today. real cozy and cuddly. We're, we're here in the Bahamas on the island. It's chilly, Willie. It's really, really cold. And we have a cold I front. I love when it's cold because she I'm... gets all dressed in her boots and winter gear and she has on a very colorful, fabulous sweatshirt hoodie. Maybe I'll give a, you a post of it. But the reason that I like winter when it's cold is I'm one of those women who give better cold dress than hot dress. No, you look dress. better in winter yeah, wear. Yeah, because it covers up more. You know how when it's summer and then you have to expose your arms and da-da-da-da? I just like to kind of cover up and be cool. I'm a bathing suit girl. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start this podcast. No comments, Susie. I'm going to start the podcast, everyone, before she says anything about that. So what I want to do today is a little bit different. I've got a whole list of like rapid fire, really short questions, but I want to start with something that touched me and it moved me. And it summed up, in my opinion, what Susie Orman is all about and what sets her apart from any other personal finance advisor or expert or pundit really sets her apart. So this is from Julie. Hi, Susie and KT. Thank you for all the great info and advice. Thanks to you, I ended a toxic situation this past January, and I'm so grateful. I'm 52 years old with zero savings and 16000 plus in credit card debt. After listening to your podcast, 
on Thursday's episode, I realized I not only have issues with worth when it comes to money and worth in general, but also issues with shame. I suppose it should have been obvious, but sometimes we are too close to our own issues. I've recently taken your course, Susie, Conquering Your Financial Fears. So just for everyone, just a little sidebar, for those of you that don't know, if you go to the Women & Money app, look on Susie Shop, and you can see a number of things that we offer. But one is a Conquering Your Fears little um, course, and it, it's worth it. It's like $27 or something. But um, take a look at that if you're interested. So what Julie's saying is she took the course and I made progress, but I realize I need to work on the worth aspect of it. Then Thursday, the shame issue hit me between the eyes. Mm. Is sharing with everyone my situation and standing in my truth the best way to move past this? Or since the issues stem from childhood, do I need more help than that? There is a lot more to my financial situation that contributes to the shame. I live with my mom, and we share her car. She covers most of my living expenses, including medical, as I am now a two-time cancer survivor. It's hard to even write this, which is why I am. I know this isn't who I was created to be and who I am striving to become. I have a desire to make an impact on people, specifically women's lives, and know that my story can help. But it's time to, as you said, face it to erase it. Thank you for any guidance and advice, Susie. God bless and Merry Christmas, Julie. So she isn't sharing all the details except she's facing it to erase it. Yeah. And I think that's important. Susie, what are your thoughts on that? It's so fascinating to me that you chose this particular email. Why? Because, as all of you may know, I read all the emails that come in just to make sure. I'm just monitoring you. And then it's up to KT to choose which ones, as she's reading them, she wants to do on the podcast. But I came across this one, KT. Mm. And I wrote her back and I said, we'll answer on Thursday, hoping that you would do so. And if you didn't pick it, then I would have answered her directly on an email. So I find it fascinating that you chose it. Julie, you have to listen to me as well as everybody else. There are three internal obstacles to wealth, fear, shame, and anger. And when you come from those places, there is absolutely no way that you can live a life of worth and wealth. You just can't. And so I've talked about this over and over again. If you go to back podcasts somewhere in the over 500 that we've done, you'll see an entire podcast on this. But Julie, you ask the question, is it just as easy as telling everybody and sharing it and facing it to erase it? Or do I need to get help because these issues go back to my childhood? You have to decide the answer to that. Because I don't know what issues you're actually talking about. However, when I hear this and when I read this email, 
I think part of your shame comes from at 52, you're still living with your mother. At 52, you have no savings. At 52, you have $16,000 of credit card debt. And that you have shame over that. To me, I'm like, oh, how lucky that you have your mom that you can live with. How lucky are you that she's able to help you with your insurance because you have survived cancer twice. There is no shame in living with a family member. I honestly think one of the travesties that have happened, especially in the United States of America, is that you grow up and you're supposed to move away. You're supposed to be independent. What happened to the inner family, to the nuclear family? I remember my mom and my aunt, they all kind of lived together in the same apartment building, or they lived just a few blocks away. And even as they got older, they absolutely lived in the same building, just a few floors away. And my granny lived there. And it was such a fabulous feeling of growing up with family. And so this thing about you have to be independent, you have to have your own apartment, you have to do this, your own car. I don't know where that came from. But that, Julie, in my opinion, is not what gives somebody worth. What gives somebody worth is when you can feel so appreciative and lucky that you have a mother that wants to live with you. And there will come a time when you will have to take care of your mother, most likely. So I would not think about changing that. I would show gratitude towards that every single day because there's nothing wrong with it on any level. Of course, you don't have any savings. Of course, you have $16,000 of credit card debt. Why? Because you recently ended a toxic situation, which means you got out of somehow an abusive relationship or in a relationship that you felt was abusive to you, or you would not have used the word toxic. So when you allow yourself to be in a relationship that is toxic, money will come in and money will go out because you are being so disrespectful to yourself. And if you can't respect yourself, you cannot respect money. And therefore, you waste it on things just feeling like those things that you buy or going out to eat will make you feel better. So you are starting all over again, girlfriend. And you can start with the present and the future and just let your past go. Don't hold on to it. I actually don't know what happened to you when you were younger, but you can overcome it by just being grateful that those things happened. Because when you're grateful for everything that has happened in your life, then you become grateful for who you are today because those things that happened to you in the past have made you stronger, whether you know it or not. So if you can start from there, I promise you that then you can proceed and that however you are making your money right now, like when I read your email, I did read that you do have a little business that you do from home and that you're doing pretty well with it. 
once you start to value who you are, the world will value what you do. And when the world values what you do, you also then start to value who you are. So your gift to yourself on the Christmas of 2023, on the New Year's of 2024, is one where every single day you will create and write a new truth for yourself. And that new truth is, I value who I am. I believe in who I am. And I am a woman who has self-worth. Just write that down 25 times a day. Say it to yourself silently 25 times a day. Scream it in the mirror looking at yourself 25 times a day. Do that every day for six months and just watch what happens. My most worthy, Julie. That's so nice. (laughs) (laughs) See, Susie, that's why I picked that. Who gives advice like that? No one but you. Here's what I did now. The rest of this podcast, I picked one-liners. I want to do a little rapid fire with Susie. These are simple one-liners. I'm not even going to tell you who they're from. I just extrapolated the question. All right. So let's see how fast and good Susie is. And then we have a nice question to end with. All right. So Susie, you recently did a post on Bitcoin. Are you buying Bitcoin or Ethereum again? It's so funny. I knew the other day on the Women and Money Community app that when I posted the projections for Bitcoin, that all of a sudden I was going to start that up all over again. First of all, I just have to state that you do not invest in things like Bitcoin or Ethereum with money that you cannot afford to lose. That's number one. Okay. Number two, I do think that Bitcoin is on the projection of continuing to go up. That includes Ethereum as well, but particularly for Bitcoin, because Bitcoin is about to approach what's called a halving. A what? Halving, H-A-L-V-I-N-G. Halving? Where it Uh halves, it's it's this thing that if you listen to podcasts in the past, you would know what I was talking. Halving or halving? I can't say it. It's halving. It's, halving. But it's called H-A-L-V-I-N-G. Right, but it's halving. pronounced halving. It's pronounced halving. Robert, tell everyone how it's pronounced. Okay. It's pronounced having. Having. Like, have you listened to Susie's advice? It's spelled H-A-L-V-I-N-G, but it's pronounced having. Anyway, so, and when that happens, Bitcoin usually does go up. However... For me personally, I am not buying Bitcoin or Ethereum. I am buying the stocks and have purchased the stocks that have to do with the engineering of how Bitcoin and Ethereum and all of that works. And the two stocks are Mara, M-A-R-A, as well as, that. these are the symbols of them, M-A-R-A, and R-I-O-T. They've gone up significantly right now. So you might want to wait. Maybe they'll pull back a little bit. But that's personally how I'm investing in there. Because it's, Are those risky too? 
Well, everything to do with Bitcoin and Ethereum so is they're, risky. So they're high risk, right? But they're more than what is Bitcoin? How do you explain what Bitcoin is? No one knows. No, right? It's, but it's, it's out there. But these are the platforms, the engineering, the the technology that it all runs on. These are the folks that made it really confusing. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. No. They're the tech techies. Right, they're the techies. All so right. that's how Maybe I'm Maybe I'll doing buy it. a little bit of that. No, we hadn't owned enough of it, KT. Okay. Trust me on that, right? They have gone up significantly, but if Bitcoin continues to go up, and these should do very well, but only, this is only for money that you can afford to lose everybody. And be careful because they have gone up considerably. So maybe you want a dollar cost average. All right, go on, KT. Okay, next question. Susie, do I have this right? I should not be buying any more Series I bonds next year. Yeah, you got that right. So why? Tell them why. Well, as I've been telling you for the past two resets of the interest rates for Series I bonds that started in May of this year, as well as November of this year, is that I really believed that inflation was going to come down. I also believed that it would be far better for you to put your money in a place where there weren't restrictions. Remember, in a series I-bomb, you can't touch your money for at least one year. No matter what, you cannot touch it. And years two through five, there is a three-month interest penalty if you want to take your money out. And what I was afraid of is that if you had to wait one year, and you had a three-month interest penalty when the interest rates were still relatively okay in series I bonds. So the three-month interest penalty would be kind of significant if you needed to come out that you would also miss the high interest rates that you could have locked in in 20 or 30-year treasury bonds. Or for instance, the 18 to 23-month certificate of deposit at Alliant Credit Union. That's why. And so, no, I would not have bought them this past year. Sorry for those who are Series I bond freaks. There was a time when it was at 7.2%, 9%. It was up there. It's no longer the time. Things have changed. There are alternative ways to invest right now. And I'm just not into locking up money for a long period of time. All right. Okay, next question. So Susie, what is that URL of the place I can get a discount on my dental procedures? Okay, it was so funny because the other day I was thinking I need to go get x-rays and a yearly exam. And I was thinking about that. Again, the best way to save money on dental procedures more than any other thing out there, really, everybody, is a dental savings plan. You should look it up. Go to dentalplans.com and those plans will cost you maybe a hundred to two hundred dollars a year, maybe two hundred dollars for your entire family, family. The whole family. And you can save anywhere from ten to sixty percent on dental procedures if your dentist in fact takes it. And if they don't Go to a different dentist. All right, there you go. All right, go on, KT. <laughs> okay, so Susie, I can get a 10-month CD at 5.8%. Why isn't that better than the Alliant 18 to 23-month one at 5.3%? Uh-huh. 
That's actually a good question. And what's also funny is I saw that ad Mm -hmm. the other day. Listen, it's easier to give a higher interest rate for short periods of time. Look at the treasuries and their returns. They're giving you a higher interest rate for a three and six month than they are for a one year than they are for a two year. So the shorter the period of time, they can give you a higher interest rate because they know that when that matures, most likely you'll just reinvest at whatever interest rate they're giving you at that time, which will be considerably lower. Because they also know that people tend to not change financial institutions. Oh, you're there. What difference can it make? I'll just re-up again after 10 months. When you're looking at the Alliant Credit Union, 18 to 23 month, you choose your maturity, everybody. If you look at the Alliant Credit Union, 18 to 23 month maturity at 5.3%, or 5.35% for $75,000 or more, that is a longer period of time, number one. Number two, so it's almost twice as long, right? A 10-month versus a 20-month or 21-month. So that yield is for eight months to almost 10 months longer than a 10-month one that matures. If you compare alliance to the two-year treasury note, it's almost 1% higher. So the Alliant Credit Union Longer-Term Certificate of Deposit is giving you one of the highest interest rates for a longer period of time. So you don't really have to worry so much if in three months or six months or one year, interest rates start to come down, which they probably will at that time, because you're still locked in for a whole nother year, essentially. That's why I was going to say, what's his name or her name? But you, <laughs> I'm not giving you right. any names. But I want that's just... why, everybody. Now, I just have to say something else. Even though interest rates are starting to come down, they're starting to come down slowly. So sometime next year is when you will see them really start to come down. Although you have seen the 10-year treasury note seriously come down, which is why mortgages are about to go under 7%. Remember just a little bit Finally. ago, they were at 8%, okay? But that doesn't mean that a year or two or three from now, they might not go right back up. That's why I also want you to have 18 to 23. I hope you do the 23, by the way, because it's 23 months all the way through. So it's really almost a two-year certificate of deposit. That's why I want you to do some on the shorter end of about two years and some on the longer end. So you've covered yourself no matter what happens. All right, KT. So next question, Susie, 
If I have money that I really want to speculate with, what are the two stocks under $10 that I would buy if I can afford to lose it all? I can't believe this is a question. I don't know who you are that you can afford to lose money, but I have a lot of money and I never want to lose it. So what do you have to you have stocks under 10 bucks like I what? do I actually do I hate to say All right give me two Right um one is Hims H I M S is the symbol What is it It's this company that is starting to sell health things online and very well may come out with something that they can sell online that is kind of for weight loss So that's Hims. one Hims H I M S is it for men? It's actually Hims and Hers is the oh, name of the company. Hims, but, the but the symbol symbols. is Hims. And the other one, believe it or not, is Fubo, F-U-B-O. I like that. Fubo. It's at like three bucks a share, what something is that? like that. The other one's like at about eight dollars a share. But it's a TV thing and blah, blah, blah. Fubo. And I don't want to spend time on this. Those are right. two if okay, you really want to speculate. All right. Susie, do you still like R-E-I-T's? Yes. Go is on. it R-E-I-T-S or R-E-I-T's? REITs, R-E, Real Estate Investment Trust. Yeah. I okay. do. And I do think as interest rates start go to down. come down and everything, R-E-I-T's are the way to go. One of my favorites still is Care Trust, C-T-R-E. The other one that I had been recommending to you, O, Realty Income, has really gone up now 10 to 15% already from where I started to tell you all to buy it. So again, just be careful there. Okay, go on. Susie, this is my last big question. So Susie, now you're recommending Pfizer and Verizon. Both have hit their all-time lows of the year. You betcha they have. Wait, so why should we buy stocks heading downhill rather than those magnificent seven? I don't get it. I KT... Oh, no. Here it comes. Quizzy time. Here it comes. I have a quizzy for you, but I've just changed my mind. Tell everybody what are the Magnificent Seven. Okay. I have to remember, everyone, the only way I can remember this is the, the, the tip she gave me, Aunt Mama. All right. So the Magnificent Seven, everybody, are seven stocks that this year truly skyrocketed and moved. The whole market. The whole market. Right. All right, so, ready? What Here are they? they? Here we go. Apple. Uh-huh. Good. And NVIDIA. Yeah. T, Tesla. Good. And then the next four, easy for me, Mama. Microsoft, Amazon, Meta, and Alphabet, by the way, everyone, which is really Google. Ding, 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 ding. I'm so proud of you, <laughs> KG. Here's the thing. Let's just turn back the clock of time. And where were those magnificent seven stocks one year ago? today. And let me just give you an example. Apple was about $129 a share. Today, it's at $200. NVIDIA, I think, was about $146. Today, it's about $500. Tesla was about $120. Today, it's about $260. Microsoft was about, I think it was about $224. Today, it's about $375. Amazon was at about $84.85. Today, it's about $155. Meta, was at about 96 when on this podcast, everybody, KT said, I think I should buy it because I, I did. Right. And she did. And I said, I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. That just gives you an idea. I am not always right. However, today it's at about 353. Way to go, KT. <laughs> and Alphabet. <laughs> 
one year ago. Google was at 89. Today, it's at 142. Now, why do I tell you that? I tell you that because one year ago, nobody wanted to touch these stocks. They were going down and down and down and down. And all of a sudden now they're the magnificent seven. And while I do think they will continue up, I have told you, I don't think they're going to go straight up from here. As you know, I also said to you, Apple is one of my favorite, if not my favorite stock. And I'm waiting for it to go down at least 10% before I even buy more. But They'll go up, but they could also go down, but they're not going to go up, I don't think, to the tune of what they went up last year. So now we have Pfizer, Verizon, both giving you approximately a 7% dividend, both who just recently paid their dividend and raised it a little bit again, that are at almost their lows. Don't you wish you had bought the Magnificent Seven at their lows? So that's why I am recommending Pfizer and Verizon, especially for those who are looking for a high-yielding dividend stock. Because if you think about it, 7% approximately is a whole lot higher than what the money market funds are paying and so on and so forth. And over time, it might be a year, two, or three those stocks should be significantly higher. What else you got for me? I have one last question in keeping with the holiday spirit, and this is from me. Susie, what is your advice for gift giving at Christmas if I haven't purchased gifts yet? Why did you ask me that? You know what I would tell people. You go ahead and tell them. All right. So first of all, If you've been listening to us for a while, you know that our family tradition has always been, you do not buy gifts. If you're going to give gifts, gifts, you have to make them. And that started especially with our niece and our nephew, Sophia and Travis, when they were young and they used to kind of live with us and they would have to make the Christmas tree. We love the gifts they made. They had to make the Hanukkah menorah. They had to make little gifts. And once I walked in and my entire living room floor- 1,000 cranes cranes. of origami. Yeah. They took little pieces of paper and folded them and made cranes out of them and made a Christmas tree out of cranes on the floor. And that was our gift. Was fabulous. Fabulous. Remember, they they also when we lived in New York City, they sent us a roll of paper oh, that we rolled down the entire entire um, apartment yeah. hallway, which was huge. And that one happened to be for my 60th birthday, and they gave me 60 reasons why they loved why you. they loved me. And I have to tell you, I still have that roll to this day. I still have those cranes. Oh yeah, we have the cranes. Day. Do you still have your Christmas gifts that were purchased for you 10 years ago, 20 years ago, even last year? Mm-hmm. Do you or don't you? So, that would be my answer would be make gifts, give gifts of value. However, here is my warning to you. We are essentially four days away from Christmas. 
If you have not purchased, because you do purchase them, holiday gifts for those that you want to gift to, I am asking you, don't do it now. And the reason is, if you wait to the last minute, normally you wait to the last minute because you don't have the money or you don't know what to really get somebody, or you don't really want to do it, believe it or not. So what do you do? You go into a store, you rush in, and the very first thing you see, you go, oh, that's good, and you buy it. And then that item ends up in the closet with the people never wearing it or using it. How do I know that? I know that because all the years that I did the Oprah Winfrey show, and she had me go into homes to redo their finances. And so to redo your finances, you have to go through the things that you hold on to. So the first place we would start would be the closets that would be full of stuff. With tags still on them. Right. And I'd say, what are those? And they'd go, oh, those are all the Christmas and birthday gifts I've been given over the years. And I go, why didn't you return them? Oh, I couldn't hurt their feelings or whatever it may be. So therefore, if you really want to give a gift this holiday season, if you haven't already purchased one, or every holiday and birthday celebration from now on, give a gift that all the money in the world could never buy. All right, KT, that's a wrap. So today, Susie, wherever I go, I will create a more peaceful, joyful, and loving world. And I just have to say something about that. I've lived with KT now for almost 22 years, if not longer, actually. And I can tell you there is not a day that passes that she doesn't do that. And so in the same way, that because of that, KT is unstoppable. If you say that every day, if you do that every day, you too can be just like KT and be unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. I'm a buzzer with no brakes. I'm invincible. See, I win every single day. Mine's a I'm so confident yeah, I'm unstoppable today Unstoppable today Unstoppable today Unstoppable today yeah, I'm unstoppable today Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman is acting as a certified financial planner, advisor, a certified financial analyst, an economist, CPA, accountant, or lawyer. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman make any recommendations as to any specific securities or investments. All content contained in this podcast is for informational and general purposes only and does not constitute financial accounting or legal advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and financial advisors regarding your particular situation. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman accepts any responsibility for any losses which may arise from accessing or reliance on information in this podcast. And to the fullest extent permitted by law, we exclude all liability for loss, damages, direct or indirect, arising from the use of this information. The must-have documents discussed in this podcast 
are legal documents created by a lawyer and distributed by Hay House.